if any of my clients go through anything, whether it's anxiety or an illness or grief or anything personal, I have no fear for them because I'm like, you can. And it's not like you have to force yourself to do something when you don't feel good. You don't. But I want people to know that you can feel anxious, but also lead an amazing training at the same time. At this very moment, you're entering the vortex of Mystic Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Mystic Podcast. It's Daniela. And how are you doing? I hope you are having a wonderful time as you're listening to this podcast. I am so excited to introduce you to today's guest. And I'm going to get right in because really what we're going to cover is something that I've been wanting to cover with somebody that has been through it and haven't really found the person that I truly believed to be the epiphany of like this kind of topic. So let me introduce you Stephanie Ann Huxon, who is a self-made millionaire coach. She has generated over 2.5 million in 12 months through her life coaching programs, masterminds, and private coaching. She has built her business through organic social media marketing and creating a standout brand online. She's a content generator of social media influencer, community builder, and celebration queen and professional speaker. Steph is just such a powerful human being and not only with the credentials that I just read to you and you know her creating a self-made millionaire brand and just helping and impacting so many people but what we really covered today is the part that perhaps not a lot of people talk about which is creating such a powerful platform and powerful businesses with being a human being like with dealing with what it is that we heal, uh, we deal with when we are doing that from, you know, still being humans with feelings, with things to deal with. And the topic that we talk about today, it's a lot about anxiety and mental health and how we deal with those things while we create beautiful, incredible things for the world. Because I truly believe that sometimes we always wait for the perfect moment in which everything is great and we feel perfect and we feel like we're ready for things. But a lot of the times being human beings, we go through so much ups and downs and so many personal struggles that sometimes makes us feel that we're not quite ready or adequate to go for our dreams and to create big things in the world. And the truth is, especially now that we get to hear from somebody who is making tremendous impact in the world and is still being able to deal with her humanity in so open and vulnerable way I really 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 loved this conversation and the freedom that it gave me and I hope that it gives you on the pressure that we put on ourselves to be perfect and to hide the dark side or the shadow side of you know emotional roller coaster and emotional intelligence and anxiety and mental health. So without any further ado, I'm just going to go right in because this conversation is freaking epic. So let's go. Steph, thank you so much for being here and for sharing your time so generously with me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here to connect with you and all of your amazing listeners. Thank you. Thank you. So I was just saying that um, we met each other through Melanie, who is our mentor. And 
I remember that I started to follow you because of your fire and your amazing energy. And one time I was following you on Instagram and you started talking about moving through anxiety waves and dealing with the really heavy emotions. And, you know, it was so interesting to hear that from you because in the coaching industry, I feel like there is so much that is not talked about. So right away I jumped in. I was like, Steph, can you come into the podcast and share a little bit more about that? And there is so much to you that I want to cover and that I want the listeners to hear from. But I think this is a really good point to start with. So can you tell us a little bit about what you've created, which is freaking phenomenal, and how you've done that navigating your human life. Wow. Yes. Thank you so much. So yeah, I'm Stephanie Ann Houston. What I've created. Oh my God. That's such a big question. <laughs> um, you know, I, so I'm a coach. Um, I built a, it'll, it's a multiple million dollar business now in a very short amount of time. And it sounds crazy to even say that. And I just, what's important for people listening to know is, so I started back in 2017, the eight, the, the end of 2017, I came into the online space to grow a fitness business. And that's what I did for like a good one to two years. And then I transitioned into business coaching and that's what I do now. And so I have really, I'm someone who follows my intuition. I am a generator in human design. I have a lot of energy. I have a lot of creativity. I have a lot of drive. I'm just in love with just becoming the best version of myself. And along that journey, creating opportunities for other women to do the same. And that's really what I see business coaching as right now in my life. Um, and building this incredible brand I've done in a really unique way. I don't have the traditional team that most coaches have. I don't have an assistant. I don't have a VA. Like I've done it all in a really simple way. We're just following my heart and my intuition. Obviously I have support from our mentor who we share, um, Melanie, but I just, I don't even know how to describe what I've created because it, it's just like, I, I have the thought and I go. I have the thought and I take the action. I have the thought and I create the program. So um, that is so liberating to hear. Yeah. And I just think, you know, it's just, I, I give myself permission to let it be what, what it just, you know, transpires to be. And I, I hope that I give other women the permission to do it their own way, because the world that we're living in, in the online space, especially like there's a million ways to do it and all the ways get to work. You know what I mean? So um, I just love yeah. creating content. I love building my brand. And then obviously I, I run programs, masterminds and private coaching for women who just want to do the same thing and they just have their own mission and their own voice. So that's what I've created. Um, I first experienced anxiety. So I'm 29 right now. I first experienced anxiety in my early 20s. I want to say when I was either just after I finished going to school for university or, or during, and it, it felt like I was having, it's funny. It's just like how Melanie describes it. It felt like I was having a heart attack and I actually told, like forced my mom to bring me to the hospital. And so for everyone listening and, and for you to understand too, my mom has anxiety, but we experience it differently. But I was like, mom, I was like, I, I think I'm going to have a heart attack. Like I need to go to the hospital. Like 
bring me to emergency. Like, and I was freaking out because it felt like I couldn't breathe. It felt like my chest was really heavy. It felt like my arm was going numb, like all the signs of like a stroke or something crazy. And so she brought me to emergency and they take your vitals and all the things. And the woman was like, everything's fine. Like you, you just should probably go home. And so I went home and I remember my mom was like, why don't you color, you know, like the adult coloring books. My mom was like, why don't you just like color? And so I sat there for a few hours and I just colored, like focused on coloring and my anxiety, that feeling went away. That was my first ever experience. And from then on, it started to happen more often. And that's when, you know, I just started talking to my doctor about it and diagnosed and blah, 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 all the things. So it runs in my family, but also I do believe that that doesn't mean you have to live with it forever and there's ways to cope. But I just truly believe that like, because I have anxiety doesn't mean that I can't build something incredible in the world because I have anxiety doesn't mean that I'm also not an incredible leader. I think a lot of people, whether it's anxiety or an illness or a a mental illness or whatever you want to label it, think like, oh, because I have this, I can't be a leader or people will see me as weak. That's absolutely not true. And that's something that I just want to debunk in the industry because you can be both. You can have both. You can be navigating both in the same day. And you're so strong to be able to do that. That is so powerful right there, because I believe that especially when we're not so strong in the foundation of our confidence and our business, you know, things like, oh, but I have anxiety or, oh, but I'm not confident enough or oh, like whatever it is, you know, when it comes to mental health, when it comes to, you know, just like the limitations that we put on ourselves and we self-sabotage ourselves because of that and, and kind of see ourselves as victims of whatever is happening. But, you know, the way you're, you're shifting it now, I think it's so empowering to the fact that, you can do it. You just need to be really aware of who you are and and move through through it with compassion and love towards yourself. Absolutely. You know, it's sometimes it can be frustrating. Like, oh, why am I dealing with this? Oh, I don't want to feel this way. Especially as like ambitious women, right? Like, we want to go, go, go. Yeah. We always feel amazing and perfect and just run. And then it's frustrating when you know we don't feel our best. But I think it's just. I've learned to give myself a lot of grace and I've learned how, how to navigate it on a daily basis where I set myself up for success. So just for everyone listening, you know, everyone experiences anxiety differently and I don't experience it every day, but I do things that I've noticed over the years that help me feel good and and be proactive. Right. And so for me, it's getting really good quality sleep being active, eating well, boundaries in my business, um, you know, when to shut off certain things, like what that looks like has become really specific. And I've created a habit of setting myself up for success so I can be my strongest self. But that being said, it's not always perfect. And there are times where, you know, I am battling anxiety and I'm on a call or I have a training to do or, I'm in the middle of a launch or whatever it may be. And um, that's where too, I believe it's such a mindset thing too, where it's like, 
to breathe or to anchor in or to focus on something else, the anxiety goes away. You know, so for example, if I have anxiety and I go on a coaching call, my my anxiety goes away because I focus the energy somewhere else. Hmm. So it's just like little things like that that I've learned um over the years and I've learned about like the I don't even like to call it an illness, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like it, it's such right. it, it's all it's it's deep, right? We think yes, it is genetics and it is physiological, but it is mindset because if I can shift just through my mindset, the anxiety, it's not just physical. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like whatever you're focusing on, you're expanding, right? So if you're focused on something else, then maybe you can expand a different energy. But it's so interesting, you know, to hear from different people what anxiety means to them, because the truth is we all experience it in a very different, you know, in a different, different way. I get um, panic attacks and anxiety attacks, but from what you're describing, they kind of vary a little bit from what you're saying. And it's not like you have it every day, but you know the boundaries of how much you can push and, and how much you need to you know balance that out. But when it comes to that being run in your family and your mom having the same, what's the difference between the way your mom experiences and the way you experience it, for example? Yes. I'm so happy you asked this and, and I'd love to clarify. So my mom is more of like a worrier right? So she'll like, she'll focus on something negative and she'll worry about something and that will create the, the, the physical feelings of anxiety. So it stems from like her thinking of something happening. Like it's a thought, it's a scenario in her mind that she just like obsesses over. Um, for me, the, the <laughs> I just get the physical symptoms. So a lot of people confuse like just worrying with anxiety. I'm like, I'm not worrying about anything. Like I'm actually not even stressed, but I just feel the physical symptoms of anxiety. Um, so, so some people I think have a mixture of both. Some people are more worriers. Some people just have the physical symptoms, but for me, like there's no stressor, there's no thing, there's no pattern that I've noticed over the years that creates it. It just comes up it just, it just happens and it is more physical. So it is like I kind of described earlier is just more the physical, like blurry vision, almost like feeling really heavy, um, almost feeling like an outer out of body experience. Like, um, how do I describe it? Like, like I'm there, but my mind is somewhere else. Like, I almost feel like I probably don't make sense when I'm talking, but I do. It's like so subtle that people probably can't even tell that I'm experiencing it, but I feel like it's so noticeable. Um, whereas my mom is just more of like an anxious feeling. Yeah. That is so interesting because, you know, looking at for example, I mean, somebody that for me, I do experience anxiety when it comes to like, when the business is growing really fast, when there is a lot of things moving around. And I mean, I can't even imagine what it is to have, you know, a seven figure business without an assistant and in doing it because you love it because you don't feel like you need it because it's just so much within your, you know, being a generator and like your passion is so fascinating. But when I think about, <laughs> when I think about like, you know, having that kind of business with like no assistant, I get a little bit of a panic attack within me and I'm like, oh my goodness. But what I think is so interesting. And of course, I mean, we're very different. I'm a, I'm a reflector. So meaning I have no energy at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's a totally different story. But it's so interesting to hear that this is 
this did not happen, you know, when your business is a seven figures, this happened even before you started your business or, or a little bit after that. Yeah. Yep. It happened. This is okay. This is huge right now for me to, it's so funny because I know this, but when you ask these questions, it all all comes back and it it makes sense in a way that I think people are going to really love and resonate with is, so it happened when, so I went to university to become a teacher and my whole childhood, it was always like, I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to be a teacher. And this is the path that you're going to go down. And, you know, and, and that's what I wanted. And, and I went, but when I went within the first year, the second year, I really realized it was not the right path for me. And so I developed anxiety during that period or just after I also went through like a dark period in university of of feeling really, really depressed. Um, that's also when I developed an eating disorder, I developed all these things and it's very clear that that happened at a time where I was down a path that was unaligned for me and I was really unhappy. And so I quote unquote dropped out and I didn't go back to university. I moved back home and I just said like, this is not the path for me. I don't know what I I'm going to do. I don't know what to do, but I just know that's not the right path for me. So I moved back home and that's when I really started to dive into like, you know, part-time jobs and random online courses. And I started like, you know, on the side building my brand, even though I had no idea that's what I was doing at the time. And (laughs) I healed, healed my relationship with food and my anxiety wasn't as strong, but it was still there. But that's when it, it, but that's when it transpired was in that early twenties area while I was experiencing something that it was like a fear of like, I'm supposed to be doing this, but I don't want to, right. Well, like up for 20 mm-hmm. years, you think like, this is the plan you're in it. And then you realize this actually doesn't make me happy. That was terrifying. And so that's when it started. And then it, it's gotten better of the fact of like, I found more, I found love, I found happiness, I found self-love, but there still is lingering anxiety. And I don't know if it'll ever quote unquote go away or what the answer is, but it it did transpire before I started a business before I'm care. It feels like sometimes I'm carrying the weight on my shoulders before I'm doing these crazy things that most people don't do before I, you know, making multiple seven figures and I don't have an assistant, you would think that's when you develop something like that. But it was actually when it was just more of like, I really connect with feeling. So if I feel unaligned and if I don't feel lit up, that's, that is like anxious for me. And that's when it, that's when it transpired where right now building my business, I feel more myself than ever. I feel more aligned than ever. I feel happier than ever. I feel like this is the path for me more than ever. Um, but anxiety still does show up not as often as before, but the, the, the beginning of it was really, you know, I would say maybe eight years ago. That is so interesting because if we really think about it, you know, the, the, the bigger your business grows, it seems like the less anxiety you have in a way, or that it's more, it's not like out of your control. It's now that, you know, something that you know how to work with now that, you know, you have more like, awareness around it and that is better than it was at the beginning so if we're even saying it's like your the <laughs> like your business is growing and your anxiety is slowly uh, mm-hmm. leaving the picture in a way if we, if we really look at it that way but 
it's so interesting that even if it doesn't go away, you know, it's like, it's definitely getting better by the awareness of it instead of the resistance of like trying to hide something like this, trying to push it away, trying to it not be part of the story and instead kind of bringing it into the surface and sharing with everybody, which I think is so liberating. Example, for, for somebody like me who's trying to build a business that gets inside it just by hearing the story, but knowing that you know how to deal with it and that, you know, whether it's I'm sure that is not easy when it happens, but that it is possible and that it is your choice how you handle the business. And it's not like, you know, you do it to prove it to anybody like, hey, listen, I did it without an assistant and then I'm just buried on anxiety. It's like, no, it has nothing to do because I think it would be the the best uh, or the like the quickest thing that I would jump jump to would be that conclusion of like, well, your business is creating anxiety on you and you're putting them all on top. But I think it's so liberating to know that no, it happens to everybody, whether they have a big business, whether they don't, like whatever they are in their life. And with that said, I think it's so remarkable the way you're moving through this. And what I would like to hear about is you've mentioned before, sometimes it would be in a call, sometimes it would be during a training. Like, how do you hold a space for somebody else when you're trying to hold a space for yourself? I would love to hear that point of view from you. <laughs> So it, so it's different. So on a private call, um, so I do private coaching calls, like just phone calls. So there's no video, which is that I've just transitioned to that like over a year ago. And that's amazing. So on a private call, I'm in really lean back energy. So I'm listening and responding. I don't know if you do private coaching, like that's what it feels like for me is like, I'm lean back and I'm listening to my client and I'm responding. So I'm able on a private call to really focus my energy. And that helps me kind of like separate the feeling of feeling anxious to really focusing on the client and being able to respond and hold space for them. Um, that's how I would describe it for a private call. I've had maybe like not even five times, I would say in the, the last three years on a live stream on a group call where not before, but during, I would just be like, it would just come through. It would just come over me. And it almost feels like you can't see. And it feels like, you know, how I said earlier, it feels like you're, you're not talking right. Like it feels like you're mumbling, but you actually are talking right. So when it, when it comes through and I'm on, you know, speaking to like 50 or hundred people on a live stream or on a group call, the biggest thing that I remind myself is Steph, no one else can probably notice. So breathe, slow down. So true. You're going to be okay. And you get through it. And, and this happened to me, the last time it happened to me was at the very beginning of, of January. So just over three months ago. And I actually have a picture of like a screenshot of me on a masterclass I did. And, and it's like, I look fine. Like I, I don't look sick. I don't look like I'm going through anxiety. Like I'm happy I'm, I'm doing it, but I was feeling so anxious. Hmm. And when, as soon as I hit end, it's like all that emotion just flooded through me. And I started to cry because I was like, that was hard for me. Cause I was holding so much space for everyone watching and, and wanting to get through the, this training because, you know, people bought to be there and there was like a hundred people on and you know what I mean? It yeah. felt heavier. Then on a private call, if it was to ever get that heavy, I would say, 
guys, or I would say to my client, we, can we rebook? Like this doesn't feel good for me. Mm. Um, but being able to experience what I experienced in January, when, when I was doing this masterclass and a lot of people were on, I now know that I can. And I'm again, like you were saying before, it's not like, Oh, look at me. I can do this. It's like, I can, if it happens, I'm going to be okay. If it happens, breathe, you're going to be okay. You know, and, and not from a place of like, Oh, look at me, but from a place of just like, I can. And so it also, if any of my clients go through anything, whether it's anxiety or an illness or grief or anything personal, I have no fear for them because I'm like, you can. And it's not like you have to force yourself to do something when you don't feel good. You don't. But I want people to know that you can feel anxious, but also lead an amazing training at the same time. You, you know, I went through a period and I still have moments of grieving my father. You, you can be, you can be in a process of grief and build a business at the same time. Melanie helped me navigate this. And now I help my clients navigate this. Like you can feel happiness and sadness at the same time. You can be on a call, but dealing with anxiety at the same time. It's not always one or the other. And once I learned that I was strong enough and we're all strong enough to hold two emotions at once, I tapped into a whole new level of power. And I believe we all can if we just allow ourselves to. So often we think like, I'm sad, so I can't be happy over here. I'm I'm sad over here, so I can't be happy over here. It's like, we can be both. We're humans. Absolutely. That is so powerful that it's, if you, if I put it even energetically, it's like understanding the different energies that are moving through our bodies at all times. And instead of being the victim of those or instead of creating a stories around what that gets to mean about ourselves, it's understanding them and being that vessel of the full spectrum of the human experience, right? So all the emotions at once, if that's the case. I'm quickly interrupting this episode in case you're hearing anything that is resonating with your heart and you feel like you're ready to enter another vortex and work together at a deeper level. Magic Activator is a magical community of weekly activations and monthly transmissions. I've created this community to help you navigate your up levels and spiritual awakenings in grace and full support. You can think of this as your cosmic family. We move through energetic waves together and we create incredible and powerful shifts on a weekly basis. To learn more about Magic Activator, you can go to the link in the show notes and you'll get to learn all the details and how to join us today. Another amazing way to work together yet a lot more intimate is through an energetic soul reading. These private sessions are tailored to your specific path and your soul's purpose. Together, we dive into what's currently upholding your expansion. We uncover dormant intuitive gifts and we release energetic entanglements to reconnect you back with high frequency and divine source. These sessions are a combination of trans-channeling, energetic healing, and downloads of your highest vision and purpose. So basically, you could think of this as everything you didn't know you needed to hear and heal to fully embody and activate your inner magic. Every month, I open a few spots for these intensive sessions and to claim yours, go to the link on the show notes and check my availability. Now, let's go back to this episode. You know, what's moving through me as you're talking is, it'd be so interesting to hear when you're moving through these emotions, 
I believe that what's really hard for people when they're moving through the emotions is not even the emotion itself, whatever you're feeling physically. I think the hardest thing for people to move through is what they make these feelings mean. The story, yeah. the story around like, oh, if this is happening to me, then what does this say about me, my business, my partner, my relationship? So I think that this is because, again, I mean, of course, the feelings and the body physically are horrible, but I think we so often make it even worse just by adding on this like stories about what it means. So for you, when you're moving through this, do you think that at the beginning of your anxiety, it was more the reason why it's even better now? It's because before it had a meaning and then now it's more like it's just something that I get to move through as a powerful woman. A hundred percent. And I think that the reason that I, I've gotten to this place is because of the inner work that I've done and the self-awareness, like you were saying. So at the beginning, it was more of like, I'm feeling this way. I'm so mad that I'm feeling this way. This must mean that I'm, you know, I'll never have this, or I'm not going to be successful or I'll never be happy or who's going to love me. Or we, we go down that hole. Um, I'm also an emotional authority. So learning about that, about myself, I've been able to process emotions, but also process anxiety and know that any thoughts or stories that I may, that may come to my mind during anxiety or when I'm very emotional, I know they're not true. So now I could have a sad day or an anxious day and I'm going to, I'm human. So I might have the thought of like, oh, now my launch isn't going to work or whatever mm. it is. You know, <laughs> That's just the first thing that came to my head. I don't know why. Um, but I'm able to sit and say like, Steph, you're feeling anxious. You're feeling emotional. This thought is not true. Whereas years ago, I would not have been able to have that self-awareness. And I would have, like you said, allowed myself to believe that story and then make it all worse. Like the story worse, the the feelings worse, the the anxiety worse because I believe the story. Now I know because of emotional intelligence and because of self-awareness, I'm able to give myself grace when it comes to my emotions during those times and not make business decisions when I'm in that state, not, not go to conclusions when I'm in that state and just like rest and give myself love to process the emotion and switch the energy. So you're spot on with that. Like now it's, it doesn't have a meaning about me attached to it. It's just like, this is something I'm processing and it's okay. So, so yeah, that's so beautiful to hear because yeah, that's, this is a way I, I like to move through with my clients too. And, and just kind of something that the way I see it is like, we love, love, love to bring friends into the wrong gang. So for example, one day you're feeling, let's say you're feeling sad about, you know, something that happened or just, you know, unexplicable feelings of sadness would happen to me all the time, especially as I move collective energy. One day I could wake up really tired and just wanting to cry. And I've noticed that when we go into like one negative thought of like you said, this launch is not going to work. We love, love to make a party and to bring all the friends to like support this, this kind of thing. So it's like, oh, the launch is not going to work. And my other client hasn't replied to me. And this person mm -hmm. hasn't bought. And, and we start to just gather all of a sudden this whole gang of like 
wrong crowd. You know what I mean? And we make it bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's like, instead of doing that, (laughs) that let's not do that. It's like moving the other direction. And as you say, disentangling yourself from those kind of energies and saying, well, right now I'm going to go down a rabbit hole that I, that may not serve me because why would I even try to solve my business? Like I've noticed that a lot of times when you're in those states is in, we get so anxious about everything that we want to fix everything. Yep. Yep. A hundred percent. I've been there where it's like, oh my God, launch not going to work. Oh my God. I'm get, like, my husband hates me. Oh my God. No <laughs> one's responding to my Instagram post. Oh my God. My business is going to fail. Oh my God. What if someone does this? Like we, we just like compound every worst case scenario out of nowhere. Like it, it's just, it's so it's crazy so because and then you want to fix it all that day. You're like, and this is the day that I decide that I'm the boss and I'm the CEO and that I'm going to fix my entire life and business. Yep. And then, and then it's like, I'm all messed Melanie or whatever and be like, okay, so my business has failed. So what are we going to do? About? Like what's going on? Like you wake up the next day and you're like, um, it's like a hangover. Like, what did I do? It does <laughs> feel like a hangover. Oh my God. Yeah. It, it, but like the thing is we can laugh about it because it's hilarious on hindsight, but when you're in it, you truly believe like everything is wrong. Everything oh, yeah. is everything, but none of it is true. Mm-hmm. None of it is true. It's so, yeah, it's so beautiful to hear that we all do this, right? And it's just this, like, I mean, our emotional system in the humans is the most complex yet more beautiful orchestra I've ever seen. And noticing and learning how to navigate those feelings with the right support, because this is something that I also wanted to mention in terms of, you know, for me, for example, being somebody that moves through anxiety as you, like, my support looks very different than you support. And I think this is a And when I give freedom to everybody that moves through any kind of mental, um, you know, well-being, that the support that you need, for example, Steph, even though your business is like freaking five times my business, it's very different to my support. So, for example, for me, it's like we both of us have a coach, but I also have like a full on team and I have a lot of days off and I have I make sure that my support looks in a way that it supports me just because of who I am. But for you, your support also looks very different. Yeah. Yeah. I I think this is huge. I think that this is not talked enough, um, talked about enough. Um, I remember even like two years ago, I felt so much pressure. People saying like, Steph, like you should be hiring a VA. You're making like 50K months. Like, why don't you have a VA? And I keep thinking like, what the hell would my VA do? Like I, right. But, but for you, a full on team feels so good. You know Mm. what I mean? And that's amazing. But, but I think that there's pressure of like, it it needs to look this way or this way or this way. But I think it's about finding your own aligned team, right. Uh, Finding your own aligned support. Like what, what does that look like? And, And so for me right now, just for perspective, like I do have, one official team member who is like client experience and client experience in my group programs because they've scaled and there's a lot, a lot of people. So that was number one for me. And that felt so good. And now as I'm really looking at like my bigger vision, it's like, Ooh, like I want like a full-time content creator in terms of like a videographer, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's like, we're, I'm designing like what feels so good for me as a team. And it's all based on like 
one, your business structure, how you run your business. Maybe you need someone to be doing all the emails. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe you hate social media and you need someone to do it for you. Like that's fine. Right. Whereas for me, I love to create and I love to be the one posting. So I would never give that up, you know? So it's like the level of support and the type of support, it gets to look different for everyone and it's okay. And I think we judge each other. I don't know why, but like there's judgment of like, Oh, like you have this or you don't have this, but it's like, who cares? Just like love what you have and do it your way. I think that the point and the important part here is support, whatever that Mm -hmm. looks like to you. Because I believe, I mean, for example, having Melanie such a huge support in so many ways, whether you talk to her every week or not, whether you, but energetically speaking, that is just, you know, the support that feels good to you. I'm sure that your partner too is support in many ways that nobody else can understand because I don't know you either. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah. Like I would say my biggest support is like having a mentor. And at this level, it looks different than it did a few years ago, even though it's still with Melanie, like just having that energetic expansion is so important for me. And that support of someone who's been through things that I have yet to be through or, or go through. And you know what I mean? Like you get it. Um, totally a mentor, a coach, just someone to expand me, but also just, you know, be there for someone who understands it. Right. Mm. And then also like my husband, I would hundred percent. Eric is like, again, like number one, Melanie's number one. And, and Eric is number one, <laughs> <laughs> um, like to, to be there through the times. Like I always say, this is an example. When I had my first summit two years ago now, thanks to our pandemic, but an in-person summit, like it was, Oh my God, a day I'll never forget. But I remember coming home and going to bed and feeling so exhausted, but so happy at the same time, just like so proud of what, you know, we created. And I remember Eric thinking, or I remember saying to Eric, do you think that was good enough? Mm-hmm. And and Eric's like, oh my God, Steph. Like, right. And he's just like that person that's like, anytime I doubt myself, because we all go there, he's mm-hmm. the one who lifts me back up. And he's like, you know, like that kind of support. So I think it's just like, if you don't have, so I, I always say, I don't know how people do it without support or try to do it without support because mm-hmm. man, I need that support, whether it looks like, you know, a full team or a mentor and your husband or whatever. Like, I don't know how people try and do it alone. There's no way that I could, or I could, but I would never get to this level in terms of just like growth, you know? But, but also like, why were we like put ourselves through that sacrifice and through that like hell of a right? Unless, unless that's, you know, your thing that you just really want to do it alone. And that's your like whole dream. But personally, like, you know, the work that I do with my clients energetically, because a lot of the times I'm not the business coach, but I'm the one that goes into the energetic makeup behind the things of, you know, why this energy is going like this. What's the, the healing and the deeper kind of like root of everything that's happening so that they can expand and move and free themselves from this like unconscious patterns that they don't even understand. And I can't even imagine like, and I have that for myself, both a business coach and both somebody that does my energy work and my healing to be able to do what I do. And I was just thinking like, 
I, I see so many people going through it without understanding, without having that kind of support. And it's like, why would you, why? Like you don't have to. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. It, it, I think it's like, yeah, it's like, if you want to, and, and you want to do it alone, amazing. But like, why, why, yeah. why would you sacrifice that? Like, and, and for me, it's, it's less about like the how to's and it's more of like the emotional, the, the, the things that we go through building a business and being a coach, we're not prepared for it until we're in it. Oh, absolutely. Right. So it's like to have someone there who's been through it and can completely understand, you know, what you're going through and how you're feeling is priceless for me. And, and I, you know, even people years ago would say, why do you have a mentor? You're making money. I'm like, because I don't have a mentor to make money. I have a mentor to help guide me through these, these challenges. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the perspective on it is huge. And I think this is a huge conversation and awareness that I think we need to bring more to as well, especially for beginner coaches and entrepreneurs is like, it's not just to learn the things it's, it's deeper than that. Oh, absolutely. It's an energetic game. It's, it's, you know, and especially, you know, the developing of anxiety and the developing of pressure and the debate, like you will never be ready to hop in a live with a hundred people in your paid program until you're there. And yeah, the hangover that comes after that and the, you know, the, the raising of energy and the up leveling that comes with that is, it's just, you know, it's something else. Like, you know, we're not prepared for that at all. No, we're not prepared for it at all. And there's no way to, to go in it prepared. We just have to go. And that's oh, how we absolutely. And we make mistakes. But also, like you're saying, that support piece is just so key and, and so important. And, you know, it, it's I'm all about courageously confident, right? We've got to be courageous to get confident. So we've got to do something that we've never done before. We've got to be brave. We've got to walk through fear. And that's how we build the resiliency. And we build the confidence. Steph, thank you so much for all of this, for sharing your energy, for sharing your insights, for letting me pick your brain and just for, you know, opening up these conversations that I think are so important to hear right now, especially from somebody at the stage of your business that opens up so, you know, vulnerably about everything that is going through. So thank you so much for this time and this conversation. I believe that anybody that's listening that, you know, may be feeling limited by, you know, whatever circumstance they have, this will definitely break through another or open up another paradigm and reality in the one, one in which anything is possible. Absolutely. Thank you so much for opening up this space to have this conversation. I think that it's something that needs to be said more often. And I'm so happy that I could just share my journey and inspire other women to not let anything hold them back that they can do it all and, and nothing can stop them. Oh my God. How awesome. So I'm sure that everybody listening is going to want to go and stalk you and like be in your world and all the things. So where, where is, what is the best place to find you? Yeah. My favorite place, um, to show up all the time and to connect with people is Instagram. So my Instagram is XO um, if you're on Facebook too, I do have a Facebook group. It's the courageously confident coaching hub. Um, but yeah, Instagram is my favorite place to be all day, every day. So come hang out there. If you feel like you want to connect. 
Oh my God. I'm sure they will. Thank you so, so much again. And thank you everybody for listening and being part of the mystic community. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll talk to you very, very soon. Bye.